Well, here we are, another episode of Sporks for Sports. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Fork Sports Highway. Uh, February 8th, 2024, Super Bowl, NBA trade deadline, UND men's basketball atop the conference. Uh, we've got some Grand Forks wrestling, uh, the hockey, North Dakota State hockey, uh, UND hockey, uh, Devil's Lake Firebirds take down the Four Winds Indians on Tuesday night, 80 to 79. I watched that game. That was a tight one. Um, missed opportunities, but we'll get to that. Uh, of course, uh, normally we have uh, the legend Bill Deutsch across the table from me, but Bill's uh, having some health issues tonight and uh, just relaxing. He'll be back next week, I'm sure. Wish you the best, Bill. And then over here, of course, we have the delightful Raven Carlson. Hello. Yeah. And over here, now we've got head wrestling coach. Introduce yourself again. Garrett Lidsinger. Yeah, Garrett's been here before, uh, and he also brought his assistant coach with him, yep. top assistant. Yep. Yep, Brian Sapertovich. We, uh, that last name's going to kill us all tonight. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. A little bit of a challenge. Yeah. There Just you go. Just call him Saf. Right, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Raven will turn that into something else, I'm sure. Mr. Sapertovich. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. look at her. Pro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's making leaps and bounds all right um keith's in the chat well, of course keith's in the chat hockey 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 he says you <laughs> oh well that's that's racing and hockey with that guy uh boy it's hard to pick a spot to start i you know uh of course the super bowl we might as well get that going uh, out of the way raymond you got oh, anything gosh. on that at all well, like I said last week, I'm pr- I don't want them to win, but I'm pretty sure the 49ers are going to win. Really? I don't want them to win, Did but they will pay you to say that? <laughs> no. No, we didn't. Well, yeah, I'm wearing my colors today. I don't know. I don't usually. I, I I'm pulling for the 49ers also, but my heart says otherwise. I I, I, just, I just don't know that that uh Oh, that Kansas City thing is, is we're going to be getting more commercials of those guys. Every time you turn the TV on, it's going to be Kelsey and, and, and Mahomes. Or Taylor. Or Taylor. Or Taylor, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 I mean, that in and of itself is why you be, you come to hate a certain professional athlete when they're, they're saturating the media and they're just throwing them at you like that. LeBron James, that's part of his problem is that they threw him at us right out of high school and never stopped. Right, right. You know, and, and and I don't know. You know, uh, Coach Litzinger over here probably remembers that we are the anti-LeBron James show, and yeah, I remember. In, in the but alternative, yeah, it's it's we're, we're Fork Sports Highway, but the anti-LeBron James show. So we're going to trash him at least once tonight, somewhere along the line, if we can get beyond this. Although Dale has to remind me, uh, you know, I'm a big New York Knicks fan. Da-da-da-da, ever since I was a little kid, been waiting 51 years for another championship. Uh, twice your age. Monty, you mentioned they were on a big win streak, though. They've lost one. They, yeah, I know. The Knicks He's, lost one game of their last 11 games. Who was it, too? The Los Angeles Lakers and LaFraud. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I'm going to preface that because the Knicks were missing. They were missing their you know, their top rebounder and their second leading scorer on the team has been out with a shoulder separation. Uh, they're missing their starting center. They were missing their, their, their shooting guard off the bench. And they were missing the big guy they picked up from Toronto in the trade. 
So you're talking four guys were out of that game, and, and the Lakers barely beat the Knicks. Uh, so so I, I'm like, you know, the Knicks are relevant for the first time in decades since the Patrick Ewing era of the 90s. And, and I'm excited about that. Uh, Timberwolves are relevant. Yeah. You know, here we're here. Head coach is going to coach the All-Star game. Yeah. And, you know, when, when in February have you been able, able to say, say that Minnesota Timberwolves are sitting atop the Western Conference? Well, I think they, they officially went down to the second now. They lost, they lost the other day. Uh, well, they lost, and, 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 and Oklahoma leapfrogged them, mm-hmm. but then they won the next game which assured that the coach was going to be the head coach of the All-Star game because they have the head-to-head with Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, they had that heartbreaker of an overtime loss against the Bulls uh, a couple days ago uh-huh. uh, on Tuesday night. And, uh, yeah, 123-129. And, yeah, now they're in second, but, you know, they're still doing good. 35 wins, 16 losses. They got a game starting up at 7 against the Bucks tonight. So, well, the Bucks, the Bucks. But, uh, you know, before we go into basketball and all that, I did want to get, you know, we we're talking about the Super Bowl preview. We kind of got our thoughts. We want to get our guests' thoughts. What's been the talk in the central offices about the Super Bowl this weekend? Has there been, like, an odds on favor or kind of split down the line? Um, I guess at this point in the wrestling season, it's kind of hard to focus on football. Um, but, but uh, <clears throat> I, I would probably go with the uh, the Forty ers as well. No. Apparently, I'm going to be the dissenting voice here. I, I I just I have a hard time betting against Mahomes and Kelsey. Well, you yeah, know, been there, done that. Uh, they're playing better football right now than Forty ers Well, how many Super Bowls has this guy played in now? I mean. Is this it, is going to be his fourth, I think, is, for is, Mahomes. Fourth one for Mahomes already, right. and. and yeah, no, they're they're definitely they they know the the ins and outs of how it's going to go, but certainly they're going to be the team that people are cheering against. Oh yes, With, I mean without a doubt, you know. But uh, they're the new Patriots. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And and then you know my thing is is that I, I get tired of seeing Kansas City barbecue too. <laughs> I, I do. It, it's, a, it's suddenly oh, so now that's the best barbecue in the country because of these guys. And we have to see those kind of commercials too. Yeah, and and, and in the media, and, and I'm like, yeah, okay. So you put some sauce on the piece of meat, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> well, I bring it up because there's this this show called uh, there's like this this hot this, ones. Yeah, hot ones. And um, over the weekend, I did the bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that knocks everybody down. Oh yeah, yeah. holy crap! How did you do? Well, I bring it up because that comes out of Kansas City. Uh, well, I, I suffered a little bit, more so the next day than the day. Yeah, yeah. but but no, um, it, it is they they've every all these celebrities come on the, hot ones. Hot, yeah, I think yeah, there's a few shows, but I think hot ones is like the main right. One, yeah, right? with the with the celebrities and then yeah, and progressively the hotter hot yeah, yeah, yeah. on the wings or and, whatever. And yeah. The bomb is the one they always talk about, and and so so my son-in-law has every one of those sauces oh, okay. in his fridge nonstop. He's been like that since day one, and. I've been trying to like get into that category with him a little bit, but it, it's a struggle. <laughs> and that that stuff definitely it it was a butt kicker for sure. Yeah, I got I got a question for uh, uh, for Garrett here. Uh, I I know maybe I don't hopefully not bringing up sour grapes, but I know you're also you know assistant football coach and just want to give prod. I know things may didn't go exactly your way, but it was a hell of a run oh, to yeah. the to the final there. I was at the yeah. Fargo Dome. I, I saw the game. And, and you guys go there, and uh, yeah, I know a lot of people weren't were predicting Central to go to the go to the finals, but a lot of big big because uh, 
what was it? What got past Jamestown? Was it uh, or Bismarck? I forget which one in the on your way to the finals. Uh, well, our first game in the playoffs, we beat Fargo South, and it was like a sixty point swing. Yeah, from the first time that we played them, um, because they kind of blew us out the first time we played them in the regular season, and then uh, and then we blew them out in the first round of the playoffs, um, and then we played Jamestown yeah, at Jamestown. It. And I think our kids just kind of went there with a bad taste in their mouth. You know, that's who we lost to last year in the first round of the playoffs. And it was kind of uh, a game where we we went and scored first. We're winning the game and then kind of let the lead slip away from us last year. And the seniors that were juniors, they they weren't going there to lose again. So I want to say, was it like Jamestown like seated higher or something going into that game? Or I was trying to. I, yeah, I we were remember, actually yeah. the. I think we were the seventh seed, if I remember correctly. We were the seventh seed going in, and uh, so we took out South, number two South right away, and then uh, I believe Jamestown was three. So that'd be like such huge momentum riding those big, you know, just like underdog victories going into the final. Yeah, Man. yeah. North though is just you know they they're a different animal with their. Uh, with their stud running back that's going to NDSU, uh, gosh dang it, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But, but I, I we when we did our end of the year show last year, we all kind of did like our our favorite like you know sports moment of the year and our favorite like in person attended moment of the year. And I put in in that finals game that uh, I just gotta give props that your your quarterback Zimmer is just playing his heart out in that game. Just he was scrambling like like crazy, just doing a huge effort. Yeah, yeah. Jack Jack's a kid that. You know he's a gamer, mm-hmm. so yeah, shows up. But no, yeah, just just want to say yeah, congrats on that awesome run there, all the way to the finals for Thanks. you guys. So yeah, no, yeah. you know it, it would have been nice to win, but no bad taste mm-hmm. in the mouth. It was kind of a Cinderella story that didn't didn't end up being the Cinderella story we wanted, but it was still awesome. It was awesome to get there. Well, there weren't a lot of dome. close games on the way in too. Uh, yeah, we had very yeah. very tight games to get in there. Yeah, we yeah, had a lot of tight. I recall. Ones. Yep, and. Uh, we went to Valley City, beat them, went to Devil's Lake, beat them. Um, we kind of went on a run at the end of the year because if, if you remember, we started the year like one and three and or yeah. one and four even and and then flipped the script and didn't really lose again until we got to the finals. Really so. needed that run to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they were they were like the hottest team going in. Correct. Yep. Yeah, and and you know that, but but they weren't like you weren't blowing people out for the most part. They were tight games. Yeah, if, yep. way I they were pretty. They, yep. they were all pretty close. And, and coming off that, no, I um, I think the only blowout that we had was against Red River. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, th- I think Raven probably wants to talk about hockey, North Dakota <laughs> State hockey, right now. No. Yeah, that's the sheet you just showed me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my! You have flipped the switch there, or, or the the dial. The dial. Oh, there there's too many con- controls. Yeah. Uh, but no. Um, uh, as we stand tonight, going into the North Dakota State High School hockey, so, you know, we're we're covering high school sports, I guess. Um, who's in first place in the East Region? Red River. Ah, uh, who's in second place? Central. Ah, huh? Sounds familiar. How about... Uh, Sounds like the natural order. <laughs> All I know is we have the Gambucci Cup, so... <laughs> well, you know, state championship matters, I guess. Um, you know, Red River, Red River. See, I'm not Red River, but my kids are Red River, so... And Bill, Bill, 
you know, the legend Bill Deutsch, his, his, his alliances are his kids went to Minot High, but he's a Shanley guy. And, and so, you know who played in the championship in, in, in North Dakota for football uh, in, in the double A? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shanley and Minot. So there's a little family feud going on? Oh, a little Gosh, bit. That was, that was a crazy game, too, the final minutes of that game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like a one one point game. A well, kick, I think Shanley had a bit of Shanley had a bit of a lead, and then it just kind of just a crazy final minutes of that game against Minot there. Yeah, holy moly! Um, but I guess not to rub too many Raven. I swear there will be a good point at the end of this. But we're talking about the Central Red River rivalry. You know, Central Red River had their big duel for wrestling last week, and uh, it was a. Uh, I mean, Harold did a tremendous write up there on it there, and. Uh, Garrett, I saw it on your Facebook. I read it there, and uh, I caught the live stream of it there. And uh, it was, yeah, what, 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 what a match, uh, or just what a night for you guys. Well, what was that? I was trying to. I got the final score here jotted down, fifty-four to ten. So, yeah, yeah what, what a night for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was so much fun. Um, it's always, it's always fun, regardless of, you know, how we end up with them, um, just because it is that crosstown rivalry and. Uh, it's a lot of fun because <clears throat> Red River's finally getting back to where they used to be with, with uh, James Covington at the helm, and he's doing a great job. And, um, you know, he's rebuilding that program and working his butt off. So uh, they finally have had a full lineup against us, um, and it was just it was great to get everybody competitive matches like, the the score might be a little lopsided, but their kids battle really hard, and uh, the rivalry is is uh, real strong in my mind because a lot of those kids are teammates in the spring and summer in gladiators, well, like so. like every sport in this town, right? Yeah, right. but but so so you brought up this the coach at Red River, yeah, and and so he had been head coach there before. Uh, well, he's yeah, so he's been the head coach now for I think four years. And I, I, I did want to give a shout out to James. Uh, I tried to get him on too. Wanted to make this a big, you know, this like a big Grand Forks coaching show. But he's he was unavailable tonight. But yeah. and we'll, I think we'll be giving him a shout out for some other stuff too later tonight here too. But uh, uh, but or we could just do it now. Yeah. Uh, but no, we got to give so, a big shout out to James. He got you know, just was coincidentally enough it was what yesterday or the day before announced to be inducted into the North Dakota Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yep, yeah, he's being inducted into the uh, Wrestling Hall of Fame for his uh, wrestling accolades as a uh, as a high school wrestler and then a college wrestler too. Um, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, Covington was a two or three time state placer, state champion. Uh, he was a Greco All American for sure. Uh, Fargo Nationals, and then uh, and then he ended up going on to wrestle at South Dakota State. But I know an accident kind of ended his college career, so he didn't really get to uh, flourish there as much as he probably wanted to. But I know that. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of respect for him. Yeah, I, I love Covington. He's a great guy. Um, <clears throat> without Covington was one of my coaches in the spring and summer when I was in high school. So yeah, I, I respect Covington a lot, and he's just a really good dude. Do you know yeah. him also then? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so uh, Garrett and I now kind of are at the helm, the head coaches for the Gladiators, and then uh, Covington helps us with that when he's able to come in. And then uh, um, he actually knew I have a, a cousin who wrestled for Park Rapids, 
and was a three-time Minnesota state champ. So when I came in um, and started helping, he approached me and was kind of curious who I was exactly with this same last name of this kid from oh, sure. Minnesota that he had wrestled. And then, uh, yeah, and we just had that common bond and, like I said, coaching together with him. And uh, it's kind of cool, this, uh, this traveling trophy, this belt that uh, we brought out last week. Um, well, we might Garrett, as well show it yeah. here. Yeah. This, this was yeah. the debut of the kind of the, the kind of the friendly rivalry trophy between Grand Forks River will be fighting for each year, right? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is something that, like, Garrett and I had talked about and uh, Covington had talked about for quite a while. And uh, I like that. Right, right before Christmas, uh, Covington contacted me. Want to check it out? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But he uh, he approached me about doing this, and uh, we had the idea because, of course, a championship belt. What's what's cooler than that for wrestling? And uh, he uh, he had thrown out some ideas for it, and uh, Brady Terrell one of the uh, head coaches for the girls night rider team was uh, already busy on some of the on the uh some of the artwork for it and uh Covington said he was going to talk to his boosters about paying for this thing and I was like absolutely not you know the the gladiators represent wrestling in greater grand forks area well gra- and grassroots uh Typically, uh, sports like wrestling are, are, are grassroots supported by the parents and, and, and those involved. And, you know, since you twisted us kind of into that direction, I, I'm, I was really familiar with the, uh, the UND wrestling program. And I, I actually was one of the attorneys on the, the, the appeal to try to, to, to the uh, Eighth Circuit to, to keep wrestling. Okay. Okay. And and because re- wrestling there was also uh, grassroots funded, it wasn't on scholarships and these guys, uh, it, it, and and it was cut basically because of numbers, you know, male, female, gender thing, and 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 the title nine. Yeah. Well, you said the dirty word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but it was it was that was what it was about, and 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 the wrestling program really, you know. It'd be absurd to think there was a women's wrestling program at the time. Yep. You know, I mean, they know. I know there is now in some places. Yeah. But but that th- that this program was basically self-sustained, and it wasn't costing the university a dime, and it was an elite program. And that I guess my question to you guys is: is either one of you do you think it'll ever come back? I mean, NDSU's got a program, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah you know, Still, stop. Not a top-notch wrestling program. Yeah. Actually, last year, um, before they lost their head coach, they were ranked in the in the top twenty in the nation. And, uh, they beat like top ten Nebraska, and so they were moving in the right direction. And uh, <clears throat> actually, I haven't talked about UND wrestling in a long time. And we were just at the Lake Park tournament, and uh, I can't remember the DGF uh, Dilworth Glendive Felton head coach's name off the top of my head but or former head coach and we were talking about UND wrestling and he kind of mentioned that he still writes letters all the time oh, trying yeah. to trying to get people to even think about getting it back so it's not an expensive sport to have really no, no. You, you need a mat singlets the kids already have their own shoes yeah. it's like it's it's oh, really no. not spe- expensive other than maybe the travel 
Well, well, and, and even then, you know, like there, there was constantly these, these, you know, I don't know if they were like potlucks or whatever, but ra- to raise money for it, and that was the thing that really slew me was that that it was self-sufficient. It wasn't uh, dependent upon the university or the state of North Dakota like some of the programs are. Yep. yep. You know, and and, and uh, you know, I was Brian yourself. I, I mean, he, he uh, Grant gave us his opinion. You think it'll ever come back? Here, here's a thought for you. I, we don't have a, a Division One school in the state with women's wrestling. To me, get it here. Get it here, and then you might see that men's program come back. Nice idea. You nice know, idea. that's that's one thought that I've had. Raven, do you feel like wrestling? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Maybe horse horse racing, something like that. Uh, we got an ad to do? Yep, we got to take a quick time out for uh, a quick video ad. We'll be right back. Winter in the Northland means no golf, right? Wrong. Looking to get in a round of golf in a climate-controlled winter oasis? Want to just whack some balls in the virtual driving range and work on your swing? Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club in Grand Forks with more than 90 courses, range venues, and games including Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, TPC Sawgrass, and more. All on an incredibly accurate optical-based simulators from driving to putting. Play straight up, team up for a scramble, play tournaments, or join the two-person scramble league. It's fun for everyone and all ages are welcome too. Call or text 701-757-3220 to set up a tee time. Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club at the Columbia Mall, your home for the best indoor golf experience around. Well, we're back. Um, Did you get both ads in there? No, just one. Just the one. Just one. I wasn't paying attention. We're we're actually looking at some more other information. Uh, (laughs) Earlier in the show, I touched on uh, the uh, NBA trade deadline tonight. And um, I, I'm a big Knicks fan, and the Knicks made some moves that actually will benefit them. They, they, they picked up a couple of guys off the Detroit Pistons, uh, Alec Burke and uh, Bajan uh, Bogdanovich, both guys averaging in double figures for a really poor Piston team, but they're the two guys that can put the ball in the net. And now they're going to be bench players for the Knicks, so it, it fortifies them. And, and Kendrick Perkins, analyst on ESPN, you know, he said tonight he claimed the Knicks are deeper than the uh, Pacific Ocean. Oh, that I mean, because they have so many guys that that can fill it up. Yeah, and um, I like that. It hasn't been like that in a long time. And then the Philadelphia 76ers sent Patrick Beverly, uh, former Minnesota Timberwolf, uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, and Jaden uh, Springer to the Boston Celtics. And these were, these involved some second round draft picks, but. Uh, in return, Philadelphia received Cameron Payne and a 2027 second-round pick from the Bucks in exchange for Beverly. Uh, then the Oklahoma Thunder made a move. They fortified their playoff uh, run by acquiring Gordon Hayward from the Charlotte Hornets for guards uh, Trey Mann and uh, Vasiliji Masi and Davis Burtons. I guess Vasiliji is probably not an American. 
What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably an Italian, maybe. I don't well, know. He's from overseas. We know that for sure. I, I can't say where. I know. Is it getting excited for the NBA All Star Weekend coming up, Monty? Did you like that court I shot your way? <laughs> I did. The, 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 what do they call it? The, the LED court. The LED court. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, well, they've been, the NBA has been playing gimmicks a lot lately. I mean, that, you know, like with the, with the play in tournament and all that and the way they did yep. the floors there. I uh, I don't I don't know. They they they're the most commercialized sport I think in the, in the world. Co- you know, commercially driven, I guess is what I would say. Not commercial because the NFL and, and the Super Bowl is more commercial than any sport that ever existed. But just the the way the NBA has has plotted around the last thirty years and the changes they've made to try to be fan friendly. But yet they're, they they antagonize with some of their moves they make, you know the China connection and all that because the shoes are all made there, right? Because China never abused a person in their entire existence. David, got a thought on that? Why are why are are are, are two hundred dollar basketball shoes come from over there? Everything comes from over there. Well, yeah, a lot of it. Almost the, the, all everything. all of the really quality stuff, right? Of course, all all the top. What do you think, Grant? Is that where all the quality products come from? Maybe if they're stereos. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) You want to get into that? How about you? You know, you (laughs) touch that with a ten foot pole. Uh, You guys enjoy your jobs. (laughs) My lips are sealed. Money's uh, all over the place. I know you're. I, I know you're still. Did you guys happen to see that LED court they're going to be using for the NBA All Star Weekend? I'm gonna be honest. I don't pay attention. Oh no, it's all good. Basketball. It's all good. No, no, no. I, well, there's like, only so much sports. There's <laughs> so much sports to go around. Yeah. Right. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I might check a Timberwolves score every mm-hmm. once in a while, but other than that, not really. And then, uh, and then other than that, I uh, I only really care about Central basketball. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, a thousand percent. Yeah. But yeah, during wrestling season, I mean, we're pretty much hard at it six days a week with you know and that leaves you sunday to watch some football and yeah get back to it monday heck yeah so, yeah yeah oh you know brian last time we we're around we got to learn about garrett's background we didn't get a chance to learn about your background yet uh, what's for for you uh did you uh for your base background going into wrestling and coming out of wrestling uh how about we get to know you a little bit he's a class b guy class yep. b guy yep yep i'm uh with that i grew up in heading unless you're bill oh. <laughs> he's not even here Stop. Oh, he's in he's in the chat he's in the I, chat i don't care if he's in the chat he's not here Stop Aww. antagonizing him. <laughs> no, go, go ahead brian <laughs> yep so uh, i grew up in Hedinger. North Dakota. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so my dad was a wrestling coach and uh, coached for 10 years at Hedinger. So. Oh, sorry. There's our, here's our West Coast call-in here. One sec here. Oh, oh, go, go, oh, go ahead. You got the volume up. Go ahead, Raven. Supersonic Steve! And we have to redo it because, Monty, thank you. Hello. Do you want to switch chairs? Boy, we're oh. we're already at it here, Supersonic. That didn't take long. Supersonic, Steve. There you go. We're here. Let's roll. Well, I was I was kind of stunned. I didn't see a phone here to get him in on it. Oh, I got him. I got him. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good because I didn't see that. But so we got 
so so we've got a, uh, the Grand Forks Central head wrestling coach and assistant head wrestling coach uh, in here, and they've been telling us all about their program and what they've got going on. And um, I understand you've got somebody with you tonight? Yes, we do. We have uh, Grant Trenbet. Trenbet. <laughs> yeah, and, and so like uh, you say head groundskeeper for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, sir. That's that's him. He's sitting right here. North Dakota guy. North Dakota roots. Yeah, well, what, he didn't like the weather? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have any Major League Baseball teams in North Dakota last I looked. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> Bring back the river rats. But a, oh, the river rats. So, 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 so a Cavalier tornado. That- uh, that's, that's, that's all my cousins. I actually grew up in Oregon, but uh, my father... Yeah, it's a Pemina County, Nietzsche, uh, and uh, yeah, a bunch of cousins from Cavalier. Yeah, well, and then and obviously uh, Brady Trenbeth, the uh, banker over at Bank Forward here, you know, played football for UND and was a pretty stellar player. Um, I, I know him pretty well. Uh, he, he actually played like the City League basketball games, and, and, and we battled with him uh, multiple years. Guy never met a shot he wouldn't take, though. <laughs> I know a couple guys like that. Well, yeah. I, 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 I would say legend, but I, I, my, I'm told that moniker's already taken. <laughs> yeah. No. No, 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 Brady's a good guy. He really is. I, I enjoyed being around him as much as I have been. Um, and, and so when, when Supersonic got a hold of me and said he was going to have you on uh, with him, I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> North Dakota connection. And, and I don't know, you guys – Remember, like Brady, when he played for UID at all? No, you don't follow, didn't follow that. I, I followed a little bit through the family. Um, I'm a little bit older than uh, Brady. Um, of course, even followed uh, Blake a little bit. Uh, one of his older brothers uh, didn't play football, played baseball, um, and just uh, yeah, through my through my uncle Jerry who was obviously in Brady's and Blake's father, and that's uh, who I've been in contact probably the most. Well, yeah. Well, Cavalier primarily they're 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 known as a football school, I would say, in North Dakota. Uh, and if Bill yeah. Bill would sit here. You know, he always uh, the legend Bill Deutsch will sit here, and every time a, a a town is mentioned or a college is mentioned, he'll tell you what it is, whether it's a basketball school or a football school. And and you know, he's, with disdain, it's a basketball school. And if it's a football school, he says it with pride. You know. <laughs> Is Bill there today? No, he he had some uh, medical complications and not feeling well tonight, so he's not uh, not in the studio. Uh, otherwise, you'd hear him giving me shit. You know that. Oh yeah, yeah. It was kind of quiet. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Grant's dad uh, went to college with the guy who built the uh, arena, the hockey arena. Oh, Ralph Inglestad Arena. Yep. Huh. They were in the same uh, college, but. Dormer. I want to say I've been fraternity brothers uh, there at UND briefly, and then my dad ended up transferring, uh, going over to Whitworth College and played uh, and graduated from Whitworth College, but uh, started off at UND, and sure enough, Ralph Inglestad was there at the time. Well, so far it's not... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think there's some other stories even about Phil Jackson right around that time, oh, yeah. too. Oh, I'm sure. You know the big story with Phil Jackson is always about this these these Lincoln Continentals or whatever they were with the the big seats in the front and he could open both doors at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Long arms, man. Yeah. 
Well, and he did. I mean, they they said he had like even now as an old man, he's got like these these uh, 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 closet hangers for shoulders. You know, <laughs> just he just, roughed up a lot of players. Oh, they, 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 yes, gangly knees and elbows, yeah. and you you old guys like that. You run into them, and, and every time you turn around, you're getting caught with something, you know, either the leg or the head or the arms and. You know, well, Supersonic, you played basketball, so you know what it's like to get hit by. Oh, yeah. You could be your own teammate, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I would say the other UND connection, like so my, my father was uh, a baseball coach and athletic director at Willamette University in Salem, Oregon, and he was a baseball coach at the same time. Rich Glass was a basketball coach there, and I know Rich ended up going on and uh, coaching there at UND for a number of years, too. Well, Rich, Rich Glass coached here as long as he wanted to. Um, yeah. at the end of his, like most coaches at the end of his tenure here, uh, was a lot of losing seasons, but I, if I'm not mistaken, he's the uh, winningest basketball coach in the history of UND basketball. And, you know, you, you go back to yeah. Phil Jackson and Bill Fitch and Jimmy Rogers and those guys, yeah. or, or, uh, oh gosh, now it's eluding me the guy's name, but, uh, the head coach that was here from the seventies through about the late nineties, uh, you know, so so they didn't have a lot of coaches. You know. Before we have that, uh, real quick here, I, not just a we didn't get quite catch all of Brian's story before uh, Steve uh, called in here. So I just wanted to make sure to throw it back to Brian here to get your background and what brought you to Central Coaching for wrestling. Sure. Okay. So, uh, like I said, grew up in Hedinger, uh, played football, wrestled there, and uh, I actually went to school. Probably make a bunch of fans here uh, at NDSU. And uh, oh, yeah, you've been at the egg school, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, got a zoology degree down there, and then also did masters down there, and that's where I met my wife. You and know, uh, I've, I've, I've met probably a dozen people with zoology degrees, but I've never met a zoologist, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Brian's a I'm scientist, sorry, I couldn't help it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Brian's a scientist, uh, uh, he, that's one of uh, several uh degrees that I. Use that on. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, I met my wife at NDSU, and uh, she decided that uh, zoology was not for her and uh, ended up going to optometry school. So, uh, well, before we were married, I went back to Hedinger and helped coach wrestling there with Randy Berwick, um, one of the, you know, premier Class B coaches in state history. And... Um, Worked with him for two years, and then my wife got her degree, and uh, we were looking for a place to, you know, start up practice. And uh, Grand Forks had a position open, and we moved up here, and um, ended up finding out she was pregnant, basically right after we moved up here. And uh, in a few years, he was decided he wanted to wrestle, and that's when I got in contact with one of my friends that was working over at Red River. And uh, they pointed me in the direction of uh, the gladiators, and that's where I met. Oh, okay, so so your kid wanted to wrestle, and you wanted to make damn sure you knew how. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. And that's you know. So they pointed me in the direction of him and and Coach Welsh, and uh, not long after that, um, I was coaching with East Grand Forks and coaching with the gladiators, and um, kind of s- started in with with GFC. And um, went about a year at Central, and, and Jeff asked if I wanted to 
be on board, you know, at a higher capacity and that, you know. Well, you guys are kicking butt right now. Your your team is is doing well and they they we were earlier on we were strutting around this belt they got uh between the two high schools here in town. And I don't know, Supersonic, this is the Grand Fork Central wrestling head coach and his uh, uh, assistant head coach. And, and of course, Raven's a Red River grad over here, so they pick on her a little bit. Raven, I'm sorry. I tried to get the Red River coach here, too, to have a little equal playing field. He's unavailable tonight. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'd still... I'd still poke fun, so. <laughs> well, speaking of poking fun, that belt was obviously made by someone from Central because <laughs> the Red River guy on there, Theodore Roosevelt, he I just agree. looks like I a agree. mean guy. He looks more like, like he looks more like Yosemite Sam. Yeah, <laughs> kind of actually. He just he looks mean. He looks like the villain. Like why you got this nice like helmet guy? Okay. And then the Rough Rider looks like he had a rough life. Like, <laughs> I don't, why? Like, why? Like, you got the nice, you, you even got the muffled, mus- more muscle definition or whatever on the night <laughs> than Theodore Roosevelt. What's going on with this? Uh, you know what? I do. She didn't like it. Well, la- last time I was, I was on here. I was thinking if I was going to say anything or not. I was trying to hold it in, but you made us look like villains. <laughs> well, la- last time I was on here, I poked fun at you because you <laughs> stammered over some words, and I was you know, concerned that you didn't learn how to read at Red River. But, uh, James Covington was actually in charge of, uh, it, of getting the belt kind of made, and uh, if you'd like to notice... Feud is actually spelled wrong, so we have to get that fixed. Mm. And uh, I'm going to put that one on James. Oh. <laughs> that Red River education. <laughs> yeah, we were too busy winning at sports. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That was interesting. Doesn't, doesn't hurt that a state champ for uh, uh, Central did the, uh, the artwork. For no, the two logos yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm, I'm surprised. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm surprised the logo isn't a, a knight pinning a, a, a red a rough rider. Yeah, it was Covington approved. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he knew how it was going to go. Yeah. All right, so so all right, back to Supersonic Steve out there on the West Coast. Yes, um, uh, the groundskeeper there. You know, I always wonder about uh, what like rain delays. When they when they roll the, the 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 tarps out and and then you see guys get hurt because they get rolled up in it. Ever ever seen anything like that? Well, we're fortunate enough to have a roof over our head, and I don't have a tarp, so uh, ah, uh, <laughs> well, that makes sense. No. But once again, I've I've pulled been being my years in groundskeeping, I've pulled plenty of tarps and. It can be actually one of the most dangerous things that can happen out there when you start talking about just everything being wet with the rain and winds blowing. Um, and I know quite a few colleagues that, uh, yeah, have been hit by those things. It's like a heavyweight punch to the jaw. If you get uh, hit by one of those edges when it's flapping in the wind and it can be, uh, it can be a weapon. <laughs> well, and, and, and well, now, now you make, you know, indoors with a, with a, with, with a roof, you make it sound like this. <laughs> Do they pay you to come down and look at it? <laughs> <laughs> well for job security reasons we have a number of leaks in our roof so i still got to take care of uh some uh, water issues i just don't get uh the full-on downpour 
Well, I just wondered, you know, I'm, I was thinking about sports movies I'd seen where the sprinklers came out automatically and the guy just stood there and watched. Well, like I said, if we need a rain out, you know, hey, we need a break. <laughs> <laughs> you can fix that, huh? <laughs> a la Bull Durham, yes. Was a long road for Long road for you to. Did, did you have other groundskeeper jobs on your way up to beca- uh, becoming groundskeeper for the Diamondbacks? Is, it, is there kind of like a minor league road for groundskeepers to get the major league position? Uh, you know, there's a number of ways in terms of people going about it, in terms of uh, going to school or being able to work under a noted other groundskeeper. Uh, myself, I kind of came up in the Oakland A's organization. Uh, started out at uh, single-A short-season baseball in Medford, Oregon, uh, in the A's affiliate back in 92, 93, 94. Um, 94 was a strike year. Uh, as it turned out, the head groundskeeper in Oakland at that point in time got uh, moved, or took the job at Coors Field to open it up for the Rockies. They took the spring training groundskeeper uh, in Phoenix for the A's and moved them up to Oakland, and they brought me into Phoenix to take care of the spring training complex. A year later, the Diamondbacks got awarded a franchise and their first minor league teams. Were, I was a rookie league team that worked out at Phoenix Municipal Stadium, which was the A's major league home. And I got to meet a number of the people in the organization at that point in time, those two summers, 96, 97. Interviewed for the job in 97 and uh, sure enough was hired uh, October 20th, 97 and was in place for the first season in 1998. And so, and I owe a lot. Uh, just in terms of the Oakland A's groundskeepers. Matter of fact, I just spent the last three days with uh, both Clay Wood, who's the A's groundskeeper, uh, who basically was the one that left Phoenix to go up to Oakland, uh, as well as Mark Rasm, the Rockies groundskeeper, who's been at Coors Field since that uh, inception. We just spent the last three days together over here in Southern California, good friends, um, and basically, yeah, kind of a part of the family tree. Uh, that goes on with groundskeeping for myself in terms of people that I learned from and that are excellent, uh, well-known in the industry. And, of course, I wouldn't uh, be here either in terms of my father being a transplanted North Dakota farmer turned baseball coach that uh, was getting me out of school when I was five years old to work tournaments and 12 years old, got a bike, and that was my summer job, taking care of the baseball field during uh, the summers and all that. So you can say I started young and – yeah, went all the way up. I played baseball through college and uh, just uh, transitioned over to groundskeeping and been in the business now for professionally for 33 years. Wow. Oh, that's a heck of a run, especially that, that era with the A's, the Bash Brothers era. I think that's probably like the, I can't remember if Conseco was still with him, but I think McGuire was with him for a majority of the 90s there. Uh, yes, Mark was there. So I actually, the first spring training I worked was 1991, and that was, no, I take it back. It was, uh, hold on, I'm getting, no, I take it back. It was 1994 was the spring training, and I ran spring training 95, 96, 97. But, yeah, Brass Brothers were there. Uh, Mark McGuire was there. Ricky Henderson was there. I've got uh, some good Ricky Henderson stories. Uh, yeah, just uh, a fun group to be around. Uh, you start talking about uh, Bob Welch, uh, Dave Stewart, Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, that was uh, some good A's baseball teams uh, back there early 90s. Late 80s. Wow, what 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 a heck of an era to start off with in the in the big leagues there. That that, that so like you said, I can only imagine all the stories you've had. Well, I knew all those <laughs> names. Uh, <laughs> Fingers there. Uh, Raleigh Fingers was not there. Yeah, that much was, that much was earlier. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. 
it was in that those early seventies teams. But no, the 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 Bob Welch uh, bunch that you were just naming off. Oh yeah, that was that was a good team. Um, yeah, Mike Moore, uh, shoot, uh, Mike Bordick, there's Scott Brocious, um, yeah, Mark McGuire. Yeah, they, they had a number. That was that was a good squad. Well, they, they, they you know, and they got what the one World Series uh, championship, uh, but they were there what about three times or something like that. It was three years in a row, but only beat uh, the Giants in '89, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, they got that one. Uh, that was the one where the earthquake happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. San Francisco yeah. and Oakland, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what do you think about the Oakland A's uh, being the team moving to uh, Las Vegas? You know, uh, there was rumors that they were going to move to Vegas when I worked for them back in the ni- early 90s. <laughs> so it's, it's been a while. Uh, there's a lot of fun history with Oakland Coliseum, but it's definitely an outdated uh, venue. Um, it was something different once they made the, uh, you know, say change over to football when they welcomed the Raiders back and they built the big center field uh, bleacher structure that was uh, nicknamed Mount Davis because it, it was just to me it was it was actually a gorgeous ballpark with the Oakland Hills in the background. They had the speakers that were out in the center field and their PA announcer was uh, a big deep bass voice and he announced it. And it sounded like somebody was like like God was speaking from from the hills. Um, but then they built that Mount Davis and blocked all the views and all that stuff off. And, uh, um, yeah, it's just unfortunate for the, the Oakland in terms of stuff that they couldn't come up with something in town. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered, whether Vegas comes through or if there's still hope for Oakland or whatnot. But, yeah, that's, that's – Well, no, that's, and, 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 I, I, and that's one of those that it saddens me. I'd sooner see Las Vegas get their own team. Um uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I think a lot of people in Las Vegas might think that too. I mean, well, I think they absolutely love the Golden Knights, which is their team and expansion team. Um, yeah. And I know, I think mean, they like the Raiders, but the Raiders are a transplant as well. It's, yeah. it's something different to have your own versus a transplant. Right, and then you never know when the transplant's going to leave. I mean, yeah. who who would ever thought that the uh, Los Angeles Rams would move to St. Louis, win a win a uh, Super Bowl, and then end up moving back to the coast? Yep. You know, yep. St. Louis, that's, yeah. that city's <laughs> devastated because of it. Well, so is, so is Supersonic Steve. He, know, he knows that too well. <laughs> Does he? Well, and we got ripped on that deal. <laughs> we Seattle to go to Oakland, City. Jeez. Oh, no, I know. I, and, I, and I feel the same way about that. The, 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 the whole, you know, the, the Seattle Supersonics, uh, you know, winning a championship in 79 in, in Seattle and, and, and being a, a team that was like, uh, well, what, what, 1969 or so, their expansion team, something like that. I don't know. 68, I think, was their first year. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then how long it took them to build that, that competitive, competitive squad and, and then to have it jerked out from under them like that, you know, uh, Kevin Durant was in Seattle, right? The last season in yeah, Seattle. For and, sure. and, and what, what, yeah. what, what if what if Seattle SuperSonics had continued for like the next five or ten years with him there? That, yeah. that he wouldn't have been bouncing from team to team to team. I bet he'd have been out there per- perfectly happy in Seattle. Uh, yeah. What was he? He was a freshman. He played his freshman year one university. Year, one, year, yeah, one year, and then he got drafted by the Sonics. Yeah, and yeah. But the fact that, I mean, you know, and, and, and yeah, no, I, I don't want to see, I want, well, I want to see the Sonics back in Seattle, and, and I, I don't want to see Oakland leave Oakland. 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm when I was a little kid, it was Yankees and Reds. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, the Reds played Oakland in the World Series in, what, 1972, I think, and, and, and lost to them. And, and then again, uh, no, they got beat by the Dodgers. In those days, only two teams got in. You know, it was, it was the, 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 the pennant winners was all you got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you'd have, you know, not like now the expanded playoffs with, I don't know, six teams or something. Uh, but, no, those Oakland A's in those three World Series in a row – Yep. You know, 72, 73, 74. Sure. Uh, Ready for our next video break here? Oh, well, yeah, here's, you know, tonight, uh, Supersonic, we got Dale in the house tonight. The, the wrestling coaches. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, Welcome re- back, Dale. The wrestling, the res- wrestling coaches are, are, are his, his uh, coup. So oh, glad here we go. It's got Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. No, not yet. It All hasn't right. happened yet, so there we're, still might be a chance. Oh, okay. Well, we're ba- we're back on. Um, you know what's nice about this week is there's no phone laying by me, so I'm not going to cut you off, Supersonic. <laughs> I thought you were mad at me or something. <laughs> he is mad at you. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, because okay. you, you stick up for her. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, it's like I told my wife, I said, I think uh, Monty's pissed at me. He keeps cutting me off. So, <laughs> no, <I laughs> To just... be honest, it seems like you hang up sometimes because the phone is right in the middle between me and Monty usually, and he doesn't touch it well, in that... his defense. Well, okay. Look at that. Ooh, Thank that, you. It might be the first time I got her support. <laughs> well. You're I lucky threw, I, I can't threw say this on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, well, I had a question for, for the wrestling coach. I know, I know we were talking before the show about you guys got a great uh, fundraising cost going on right now to help support the, uh, you know, Greater Grand Forks wrestling community for, you know, an, an unfortunate uh, uh, passing. Uh, you know, you guys wanted to shed some light on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Justin Mondor, he coached for 15 seasons at Valley Middle School and uh, also helped out every single year that he was a part of Valley with with uh, Grand Fork Central and uh, he unfortunately passed away from an unexpected heart attack and uh, <clears throat> left behind uh, a fiance and then just had a uh, just had a, a little boy uh, I think his little boy's two years old so uh, we're just trying to raise some money and you know, give that to his family. Um, we're selling T-shirts and hats uh, for that. So, 
Uh, where can people go uh, search for, uh, for 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 like if they want to look into getting a hat or T-shirt? I know I, I think I I could put I'm some good. notes in our uh, show description here yeah. too. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, the sale yeah, actually the sale actually ends tomorrow, um, but uh, <clears throat> we have links on our Facebook page for that. So just search Grand Fork Central Wrestling. Yep. Just search Grand Fork Central Wrestling on Facebook and you'll, uh, you'll be able to find the links. It's also on our Twitter account too. So I'll, I'll throw a link to that in the chat. And I, and I also, I got that set up in the description where people are, are listening to this on podcasts and social media apps. So yeah, great ways. And I got, I think they got a, a GoFundMe going on too. Yeah, they have uh, they have a GoFundMe and then they have a meal tray. I think it's called uh, going on as well. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, he was just a great guy. He did a lot for s- sports in general in Grand Forks. Uh, he he coached Valley football and Central football as well. Um, just just an all around great dude. I, I mean, I wouldn't be a wrestling coach if it wasn't for him walking up to my eighth grade lunch table. Uh, having a few choice words and saying, uh, are you going to come back to, are you going to come back to wrestling or are you going to be a wuss? <laughs> I was like, I'm not, not going to let that slide. So had to prove him wrong and pro- proved him wrong and, you know, came back out and here I am now. So I have, I have that, I have him to thank for all of that. So. No, no, that's awesome. I think that's you know, catalyst for leading your way for where you are today. And I think that's great for what you guys are all doing for him there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's deserving of it and more. So, and again, people look in the show notes here for for a description for for the links to find ways to help help support. So, um, I know I had another question here. I was just looking a little bit at your guys' program here. Night, I, we were talking uh, last time you were on last fall. Uh, if I remember right, this is the first full season for the Night Riders, like kind of joint. Hey, here we go, Raven. Some unity, some Central Red River joint girls wrestling team. Uh, yeah, so the mm-hmm. first year that girls wrestling was sanctioned in, in uh, North Dakota, there was a separate Central Red River program. Uh, last year was the first year of the Night Riders, and this year is the first year that girls are not allowed to wrestle in the boys' division at all, period. So they have to wrestle against girls. Um, the only caveat to that is if you're in like a small class b town and they don't have girls wrestling at all if you wrestle against a boy you have to wrestle the boys season the rest of the year okay so and you can't wrestle in any girl division in any sport so that's the only like loophole left for girls to wrestle boys and i don't think anybody's doing that so so I, I was I was trying to catch up on the roster for it this year. It was like a I want to say like a twelve fifteen person squad about uh, just kind of rough, roughly or so. Is that sound about right? Or? I think they started the year with almost thirty girls. 30? I think oh. they I think they had twenty eight girls out right away. Okay, I was oops. Uh, I was yeah. I was trying to keep up with and, and uh, look up look up the results and all that. Is that I think and I think they kind of got their upcoming tournaments the, the next couple weekends also, right? Yeah, last weekend they had their uh, their state dual qualifier. Unfortunately, they they took fifth, so uh, they they missed going to state by one spot, similar to us. Um, and then uh, they also have their region tournament to qualify as individuals this weekend, uh, as do we in both both uh, Central and Red River do uh, as well. And uh, and then after this weekend, we have the state tournament next weekend. And so Fargo Dome, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. What, what, what's your guys' mindset going into the last couple of final weekends of the year here? 
wrestle hard, have fun, and get get the job done. Come home with some hardware. Heck yeah. Yeah, well, I like, mean, <laughs> like, like this belt you guys got over here that Raven likes so much. <laughs> yeah, that that was just uh, you know, I I mean it was a little bit bittersweet for us not making it to state duels uh, because we we did not wrestle a single duel the entire year until Red River, which is our last duel of the season with uh with our full lineup. Uh kids being hurt, kids being injured, uh, um sometimes ineligible. So we we never had Whoa, our. Oh, sp- that sounded politically correct. Yeah, I was trying to. Think. Sorry, I was trying to think of the right way to say it. Yeah, well, okay, no. Yeah. My wife's a teacher, so I know. I get. Yeah. I get what you have to deal with. Yep. It's like, but but back at home, I can say what I think. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Little morons. Yeah. Well, you said it. No, no I get it. Um, no, you know, and and and. To follow that up, uh, Ryan, did you, did you want to say anything in, along with what he was going with? Uh, just, you know, we're just, we're excited for it. Um, kids have been working hard. Um, we've been having a lot of fun the last few days. I mean, you know, like I said, the disappointment of not making it, but, you know, now we're just going to go out and wrestle and have fun. And, uh, you know, we get to take the full lineup along with four alternates. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to put the kids in the best position to qualify for the state tournament and, and just go out and have fun. So uh, I'm excited, you know. Um, oh, no, it sounds good. I, I like that. I like the, the whole approach. It's, yeah. It's just, that, that, just let loose, you know, let her fly. And, let her uh, so, so, let her. so what do you guys think about participation ribbons? <laughs> well, those don't. What do I think uh, of it? I, I mean, in, in, well, I know what you think of it. In, uh, <laughs> in, in, in youth wrestling, they're a thing, but once you get out of the uh, yeah. preschool through sixth grade wrestling stuff, well, that's, my, that's gone. My, my whole point about sports, though, is that that you know those those disappointments and those things that happen to you if you actually really want to play. I don't give a shit what sport it is. Yeah, those those things build the character to continue on. Being patted on the back and being told how great you are when you're not. Right, but is a disservice. Yeah, yeah, it but really is. Wrestling is a sport that, I mean, it's brutal. Well, no, I if, mean, you're, if you decide you say, want to wrestle, you're wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no team to hide behind. There's no, you know, I mean, it's you and your opponent on a mat in front of, you know, potentially thousands of people, and kind of like riding a horse. Sure. Okay. Kind of quiet I, I actually did wrestle a uh, a bull rider one time in high school, and well, was that was that fun? Yeah, he was pretty tough on top. <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> so, so I would say there are some similarities. <laughs> oh, look, he even complimented you. I think backhandedly, but perhaps I, I, there, there was no backhand. <laughs> okay, well, oh, well, how nice. Um, well, back at uh, Supersonic Steve, I got you know. I, my mind races when I start thinking about having somebody that's been around uh, pro athletes and, and sports for a period of time and, and, and just what you guys think out there. I mean, first off, I'm going to ask you guys Super Bowl because we went around the table and we talked about uh, Kansas City or, or, or San Francisco. You guys got an opinion? I'm all in on San Francisco. I like the pretty kid. I think he's 
you know, for what, a, what's his second year in the league or rookie year? Second, second year. Man, yeah, last guy drafted. Well, I'm all in on him. I like, I like, plus I'm, I like the story. I'm getting tired of, I'm tired of all the publicity Mahomes gets and Kelsey. Oh, you and me both. You and me both. About his face. I don't know what it is. Which one? Mahomes. Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate. He looks like a monkey. Literally, oh, like, oh, he has oh, the ears. <laughs> I okay, this is ridiculous. You know what? I, I was I was scared she was going to say ears. that. <laughs> what you were scared that I was going to say that, but yet you set me up to say that. I know you I know me better than this. Well, I, I continue, please. <laughs> There's just something about his. I don't like his face. I don't know what it is. I just don't. And he walks like a duck. I'm surprised. That he has a good-looking woman. That's all I gotta say. I'm just—I'm very surprised. I, I can't stand his voice. No, well, that's Kermit the Frog. Yeah, drives yeah. Me nuts. And, and then they shove him in commercial after commercial after commercial, so we have to see him like act like 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 he went to you know Juilliard's for acting. You know, <laughs> it's it's bizarre. You know, there were days in the past when pro athletes would would do have, actually have to do tryouts. You didn't just get a commercial. You had to be able to speak a little bit, and and it looks pressed to me is what it looks like. It's a, it's not natural. He's not Joe Namath. He's not O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, but but those 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 pro athletes that actually can, can come out and, and communicate to the audiences. Um, I I just I, Patrick Mahomes. I don't see him behind a mic in ten years. I'll tell you that. Honestly, I, I wish the Mannings came back. Like that's how much I don't like Travis Kelsey or Mahomes. I wish Peyton Manning would actually come back. So, so the Travis Kelsey uh, Taylor Swift thing? Oh God, absolutely not. <laughs> you know this. You know I don't like this. Oh, I know. I know. And I swear, if she intrudes on the halftime show, I'm going to shut it off. I'm going to shut it off because it's Usher's time. It's Usher's time. He's the only one of like that hip hop era, rap era, whatever that is, like the early 2000s or late 90s or whatever. He's the only one so, so when that hasn't born. been in a Super Bowl. And I hmm. swear if Taylor intrudes on that, I swear, oh. I will shut Take it, it off. And I don't care what the end score is because it's just ruined after that. Are you thinking like there may be like a, like this off like small chance that Taylor's going to run in? They're going to do like some last minute collaborative yes. thing there. Yes, I think it's going to be a surprise yeah. to everyone, and then everyone's going to be in a darn uproar because of it. Oh, <laughs> so, so she steals the show. So the she Super Bowl the show. doesn't matter again. I, I see it. I see it happening. I see her trying to come on stage with Usher. They don't have a single song together. Coach Saf might have an argument for you. He just bought a Taylor Swift shirt. What is wrong with you? It's not that I don't like her. She has a decent career. Supersonic things are getting weird. This whole American pie dream thing that they're trying to sell leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It actually does. Couldn't have said it better because it's... It's this American dream thing, 
whatever that they're trying to pull because you got the innocent blonde country girl and then the football star. It's just it's dumb at this point. Like that's not what America is at all. This this is tapping into a market that the NFL never knew and and recognized and existed. And they're trying to reap every little thing out of it now this whole year. Absolutely. Given that. Absolutely. And and, and that's what, like, uh, my daughter was telling me. uh, I was in Minneapolis over the weekend, and her and her husband were telling me that that they thought that it was all a gimmick, a marketing gimmick, and, and, and that who knows what the NFL is paying Taylor Swift to show up and bounce into stadium after stadium. Why are you smiling so much after that? It's just so funny. Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. marketing gimmicks, that's that's what it's all about. You know, Bill Veck, old Chicago Cubs guy, or White Sox guy. Disco, Disco Dynamite. Well, before that, it was the GOAT. Remember, he he put the midget up to pinch hit. Yeah. You remember that? You know, Didn't you have like the disco thing going to where they were? Yeah, throwing... yeah, yeah. Bring they burn your burn a disco night and it turned into yeah. a riot. Yeah, yeah. And hey, what do you think about this two uh, anthems? What's that? Two what? The two anthems. They said there's going to be the ring uh, singing one, right? Oh and no. Well, Dale, Dale, Dale seems to know something about it. I just know Reba McIntyre singing National Anthem, but is there supposed to be a second singer also? I guess I, I had no idea. There's rumors that they're going to... Remember here earlier in the year, they had uh, someone sing the... Oh, I don't know what you... Yeah, that other song. Yeah. And they're saying they might do that before the Super Bowl, or during the Super Bowl, or before it. The Anthem or God Bless America? I thought it was the answer, but hell yeah, I've never heard that. Uh, they're going to have two of them. Is there an alternate anthem? Well, is somebody signing it? Is that the, oh, they're singing well, it? Well, if, if you're from an urban urban area, yeah, there is an alternative. There you go. You said it more politically correct than I did. Yeah, and, 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 and that that's kind of a, you know, I don't know, you know. When you have relatives that were blown off the top of tanks and, and, and fought in the Korean War and, and, and were like, like have gone through dozens and dozens of surgeries after their wounds in Vietnam. And, and, That's what America is. And, 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 and then you're going to tell me that uh, this is a poison country and everything's so bad about it and we can't have any uh, celebration of it. You know, I, I just, sends me off the rails and I, I well, I, it doesn't take long. I, I'll get there anyway. But yeah, I, I just, I, I know of enough people that went to wars that really they didn't even understand why they were there. And, well, my dad was one of them. And, my well, dad and, was one of them. And, and, and came back with all of these issues in their lives, and and then to to like gloss over all the sacrifice that people like that made because somebody wants to needle or 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 turn their back to the anthem or not have the anthem. I'm like, you know, nationalistic pride, uh, patriotism. What happened to it? What happened to uh, it? Well, 1976. I tell people all the time. If you were alive in 1976, that was the most glorious time in our history. Yeah. It yep. really was. The whole country was unified, the bicentennial year, and we're coming up yep. on 2026. 2026 is going to be the 250th anniversary of the country, and I'd like to see the same thing again. We sure need it. We sure need it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not blue or red. Hey, God, it's not an election year. 
black or white. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. We're all still here. Oh. You know, and and I don't care what region you're in. You have your. You know, they have their 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 intricacies. That's just the way it is. You know, out here in North Dakota, we're a red oil state. Duh. Always going to yeah. be. I don't give a shit how much money you pump in here, blue. It is going to be red ever and ever and ever. My, I think this Thank is the, 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 one, the one thing I, I missed being here, not being here every week, is being the person to go, I, th- I think it's time to switch it back to sports here. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, I just had to throw it out there. Well, I was yeah. talking sides, red and blue. <laughs> But uh, I know you got a few other topics here before we wrap up. You're kind of down to like well, the last. One of the things mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and I know Steve said that uh, he was pulling for San Francisco and the Purdy kid. And you know, the one thing about Purdy is that uh, the big story that always kind of sticks with me about that guy is that uh, during his bye week, he went home and combined back in the Midwest on the family farm. I saw that. And I'm like, driving a tractor. Who does that? You know. Yeah. Most of these guys are out partying and running around, and he's he went home and combined. Where did he go to school? Iowa State via Perry High School in in Gilbert, Arizona. Oh, is that right? So he's a he's an Arizona kid. Okay, that's actually very surprising. Yeah, Iowa State. Huh? Iowa State via Perry High School, Gilbert, Arizona. Huh? Well, well, Mr. Right Mr. Trendbuth, there. Uh, I don't know if we got your Super Bowl prediction. First way, um, I love. First way, I, I know the Perry or the Purdy kids from from Phoenix, and I've uh, a few groundskeeper connections uh, connects me to that that family, and I hope the best for them. But and, and as much as kind of yeah. trash you guys talk to Mahomes until he gets beat, I have a hard time uh, <laughs> no, saying anything I, different. I, I, I mean, no, I understand. My brain says otherwise too. <laughs> he went to Buffalo, beat him in Buffalo. He turns around the next week, goes to Baltimore. Who I thought was a, I mean, sorry, you got a Raven already on your station and beats the Ravens like nobody's business. Um, and like I said, till, till he gets, uh, till he gets beat, I, I, I just can't, I can't buy it. Uh, I, and I give Andy Creed, Andy Reed as much credit as, as anything. Um, well, I'll and, give you that. I think he's a, he's a fantastic coach. And I'm glad you brought him up. Uh, you know, Andy Reed is the one reason that if I was to pull for Kansas City, it'd be him. Because you yeah. want you want to talk about like a, a, a staple, a, a guy oh, that, that he's gone wherever he went, and he had like lots of uh, uh, tragedy in his family, you know, before he had the the top successes that he's had. But boy, he has rolled that team out there season after season. It didn't matter who the wide receivers were, didn't matter who the running backs were. Although he was stable at quarterback, they interchanged those guys over and over and over. And did he win? Well, this, he, you you look. Yeah, he won in Philly, and you look. But did he win a Super Bowl? No, he, he made it there. Made it to four NFC Championship games and didn't win it. But you look at the coaches that coached under him and the success that they've had is unprecedented. Yeah, his family tree underneath him, and you look at Belichick, where his disciples have not had the success nearly as much as as Andy Reid. Yeah, well, that's because Bill cheats. <laughs> 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 inflatable or inflatable, deflatable. Oh, spying on other teams and radio I, signals. I, I set you up for that. That was great. <laughs> I mean, as Saf and I say all the time, you're not there to make friends. Uh, no, no, that's true enough. You're not there to make friends. 
Oh, Bill Lloyd, the legend, is saying, "Is this a sports show?" <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, I can push you. I, I know it's it. If, if, you, if you ain't cheating, you ain't competing. So right. <laughs> everything to win. Just, just told the boys tonight. Hey, beat the whistle. Yeah, well, right, right. I just want to be known. We weren't the one to uh, steal signs. That was Houston, not the Diamondbacks. Just make sure that's on record. <laughs> yeah, because no other teams ever did that. No, <laughs> yeah, Raven. What do you think? She, she she went off on a rant about sports cheating here a couple weeks ago. Yes, she did. Yeah. 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 How do you believe any of it? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> just just checking. Yeah. So, honey, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Um. Uh, well, my heart says San Francisco, but my brain says otherwise. Yeah. So if you had to lay a couple hundred bucks down, would you take Kansas, Kansas City? <laughs> Kansas City yeah. all day long. Yeah. yeah. What's the spread? One and a half the last I looked. Kansas City. No. 49ers. Oh, They're favored. 49ers yeah. are favored by two, I believe. Is it two now? It was one and a half yesterday when I looked. I would bet money that Taylor Swift ends up on the field at least one point during the Super Bowl. At least at one point, whether I would it, jump all over that bet and, and agree with you. Yeah, I'd yeah. bet money. Like, a lot, a lot of money for that. I wonder if they have a, a bet on that. She goes to the field. They've got, oh, they've got sure. everything out. I'm sure they do. Well, they, they got all kinds I of thought... crazy prop bets. And keep up with that. There's all kinds of crazy prop bets, like how long will the national anthem last? And, like, yeah, all <laughs> Like, heads or tails, there's a Profit for that. It's yeah, well, will, will Kelsey's brother have a shirt on? <laughs> that answer is no. That's no bet. I mean, I, I just the you Kelsey did. brother that uh, yeah that isn't in the Super Bowl. He wrestled. <laughs> just so you know, he looks yeah. yeah he looks like he should still be wrestling in, in, in the no. WWE or something. Yeah, he's a, he, hey, he's a big boy, but he's like the best center in the league. No, no, yeah, no. He, he, did. he had a great career. No, he did. He sure did. Yep. You think he's Hall of Fame material? Yes. I do, too. Uh, well, when it comes to offensive linemen, I think so. Yeah. You know, that's 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 those guys don't get recognized like they should because they're doing the real work. You know, the quarterback is <laughs> prancing around back yeah. there, and the running backs are running forward, and the wide receivers are out waving because they're always open, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or well, it Just is. The, 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 you know, I talk about wide receivers all the time about, I remember a day when they never said a word. And, and Randy Moss, Ral Owens, uh, Ocho Cinco. Uh, Steve Largent. Well, well, that, well, he didn't say much. No, he didn't say much. No, 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 no Largent was old school guy. That yeah, kept, just just caught the ball and kept his mouth shut. These guys are all out there, whether it's Tyreek Hill oh, or 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 or, or uh, Diggs, the guy that left the Vikings, or even Justin Jefferson with the Vikings. Now it's like they think they're the most important piece on the team. Well, your because they catch the goddamn ball. Your favorite athlete of all time, LeBron James, kind of made being a prima donna okay. <laughs> Well, there well, you are. There favorite. you have it. What, what, what a way it's to sum favorite. it up. You know, and, and, well, and, 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 and now, you know, Supersonic, you, you know how and I, you and I think because we watched the old school basketball of the 60s and 70s and on, 
and and you know we, we remember what it was like to defend somebody with both hands checking them and then when they when they went to one hand and then they went to no hands and then they went to the guy could bring the ball up through your arm and call a fall to try to shoot it and finally got rid of that but the the, the old school guys traveled on buses not and, and yeah. commercial airlines and trains and they wore canvas shoes and and, and no 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 um doctor traveling with them no dietitians these guys today are so goddamn pampered <laughs> they are it's, 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 it's like they, are. they they they, they stub they stub their toe and they got to take a game off the old school well, guys played the whole goddamn schedule with torn muscles well i, I hope I hope my cousin Brady Tremeth was old school. <laughs> you you want to find you want to find old school attitude? Come back to wrestling. <laughs> Spencer Good Lee. Point. Good point. Spen, Spencer Lee won a national title two years ago with two torn ACLs. So. Oh yeah, no, no. I know. God bless. Wow. Why don't we? Well, my my. I have a first cousin who's way younger than me, uh, and and he wrestled for Fargo North. Uh, Zach Thumb was his name. He was the, the the super heavyweight champion in North Dakota. Yeah, yeah. You brought him up last time. I, yeah. <clears throat> I, I recall the name. I know the thumb name. It's, oh, he's, I, I don't know him Big personally. bad dude, but then he tore muscles in his shoulder, and he re- wrestled in the state championship against uh, Winkleman from Red River. And Winkleman took every bit of advantage of that arm and won. You have to. When, when I, yeah. I, I saw Zach pin that guy like in seconds – and here he was getting beat by him. So that's how fast it can turn, especially with an injury. Yeah. Why don't you bring up the top? There's that. I don't know if you want to flick that switch over. Uh, there's that classic, uh, just from, I know we kind of brought up last time you were on, the little pro wrestling and amateur wrestling crossover, a little bit of some amateur wrestlers going to pro wrestling. But, you know, Kurt Angle, he always brought up over the years how he won the Olympic gold medals with a with a broken, broken neck. neck. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, it's not, I mean, he kind of uses it in a storyline, but, you know, it's, it was an actual thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just a storyline. I mean, hey, <clears throat> Saf and I talk to the kids all the time about, you know, nobody feels good at this point <coughs> in the season, right? Like, yeah. if you make it through, if you make it through a whole high school wrestling season and you feel good, you some, must not something's wrestle. probably something's wrong. Yeah, you ain't doing something right. <laughs> yep. Do you guys run wrestling? Swimming. You guys run into that a lot, like a lot, like uh, with your with your with your uh, kids and the wrestlers that uh, just nursing aches and pains and being like, hey, you guys got to take this week off or, or you know when to push it or when to fight through. I I would say yes, but uh, shout out to uh, shout out to our strength coach Stetson Carr at Grand Fork Central. That guy has every program. Knock on wood. I don't think that there's been more than like four kids in all of central sports this year <clears throat> with uh, season ending injuries. And I credit a lot of that to him because uh, pretty much every single program at central right now is like doing in season and off season lifting on his programs. And the amount of kids getting injured right now, we're not really seeing it. And it's across the board in all athletics for central. And I mean, he kind of seems like the only uh, <clears throat> the only portion that is different from what we've done in the past. Wow, uh, that sounds like a huge a huge get for you guys. Oh, that was a nice yeah. plug for the strength coach there. 
Raven, who's in Good first place? Who's in, who's in first place in hockey in North Dakota? Red River. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I had to give her a shot. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I think we got one more ad to hit here, and then we'll probably be down our last. Is that my ad? Here. Yep, yep. Why don't you go ahead here? All right, guys. River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia packed restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are The Chosen Season, The Beekeeper, The Boys in the Boat, Anyone But You. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Wonka, Trolls Band Together, and the Iron Claw. I don't know a damn thing about any oh, of those. No. Hey, Iron Claw is amazing. What <laughs> pro wrestling movie? Come on. Some of us, uh, well, find the complete showtimes online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about Tuesday's fi- Tuesday $5 movie special all day long and the 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners, expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated. Uh, that's my favorite ad. I actually can read it most times. I, I, I got a question. I, I, I think I had a chance to ask this to James when I interviewed James last fall, but I don't think I had a chance to uh, ask you, Garrett, or, and, and for you, Brian, uh, for do you guys have a favorite movie focused on the amateur wrestling world? I know there's not a ton of them out there, but there are several. Do you, is there like one that you give like recommended viewing for, for, your, for your wrestlers at all, or does it come up at all in discussions? Well, off the top of my head, like it's not really a movie. It's more of a documentary, but it's the ESPN 30 for 30 on the old Iowa Hawkeyes wrestling team in the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, <clears throat> it was just, it's awesome. Like, there's some just nasty scenes in there where guys are dislocating their elbows in practice and their teammates are like, oh, wow. we, don't, we don't care. Wow. Figure it out. Get back on the mat. Let's go. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. pretty rough in there. It shows what Iowa wrestling really is. I don't know, Seth, what's your favorite amateur wrestling movie? I mean, I, I, I go with the documentaries as well. I mean, of course, a lot of old school guys will pull out Vision Quest is their Oh, yeah, Vision Quest is a oldie goodie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know when it comes down to it, the authenticity of some of that stuff, you know, just doesn't hold up to the real thing, and that's where... I think the documentaries and, you know. Oh, yeah, that's always the thing with, like, with sports movies. You know, how accurate are they portraying the actual sport or, you know, what creative liberties are they taking for, you know, cinematic audiences and stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but actually, to answer your question now that I've had time to think about it, my favorite amateur wrestling movie is the one that the WWE partnered with USA Wrestling, and they had John Cena training his little brother, who was just oh. an absolute legendary. Nerd. Yeah, legendary. Thank yes, you. Yes. I love legendary. It John is Cena in an amateur wrestling movie. It is favorite. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, or Iowa State. Oh man. Well, yeah, that's a lot of ground. There's, you know, and 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 there has been like a lot of. Uh, whether it's NDSU, Minnesota, Wisconsin, up up in the area, the the the, the really even UND at the time, uh, the the good wrestling programs that were here, and then even the number of uh, professional wrestlers, you know, that stuff Dale likes over here that that came out of the area, you know, and in fact, I I, I would have to say that I think actually professional wrestling uh, 
sprouted in, 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 in the deep south in Atlanta and in Minneapolis. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, we the were AWA. Just, yep, yep. You know, and, and, and that's, uh, you know, when you guys were talking about, you know, these, these, these athletes, and uh, all I come to, come to mind is when Vern Gagne went to the nursing home and drop-kicked this guy and killed him. Oh. <laughs> Whoops! Well, that was that was that's Whoa. a whole another situation there. But you know, Vergon. Well, well, yeah, but still, I mean, that's he was one of the greatest wrestlers ever. You know, in AWA Vern lore. Vern's suffering from and, dementia at the time. So. Yeah, he, well, yeah. It, nice of you to clarify that. Yes, but, that's yeah, a he big was, a big clarification. But he drop kicked this guy and killed him in a nursing home. I guess I missed that one. Yeah, you don't mess with that one, like that. Well, that was his famous that that and like the 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 figure four. <laughs> yeah, wow. That that's unfortunately illegal now in real wrestling. Well, drop kicking somebody. Well, no, I mean the figure four. The figure four. Yeah, you ever put I, the, I do you ever I, put the figure four on somebody? Uh, it was legal until I was a junior in high school, but no, I I didn't, but. How about you? When I wasn't very good, I got it put on me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, when we were messing around as kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, know, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it is yeah, definitely the hold. Yeah, and it, 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 it hurt. You know? <laughs> I remember asking when I was wrestling through middle school, we were asking the coaches, you know, just being a d- dumb wrestling, a couple of us were dumb, just pro wrestling fans, asking, oh, can we do the sharpshooter? Can we do the figure four? I remember specifically the coach saying at the time, sharpshooter's illegal. You can do the figure four. But don't do the figure four. There's no point in doing it. <laughs> I don't know if, if you experienced similar things when it was still legal at the time or, or have, if you ever had kids that asked that. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I wasn't very good when it was legal, and then I got a little bit better, and uh, I actually got I, – I remember getting called for it, you know, like giving up a penalty point my junior year because I finally got decent enough to do it to somebody, and then it wasn't – illegal move and i was pretty upset oh shoot because <laughs> like you can um so what it actually what they end up talking about is when you lock around the body you can't figure for the body oh so it ends up yeah. being a, so like jujitsu a body triangle and uh yeah, yeah so you can do it in jujitsu but you can't do it in in wrestling so yeah but it was worth yeah. it for the moment maybe <laughs> well i was pretty excited that i was gonna get a pin yeah, exactly. yeah. There you go. You got a participation ribbon, is what you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shucks. No, well, Rats. I know we're about central. They give those out. I know we're about several minutes from, from wrapping up, or a few minutes from wrapping up here. Uh, Garrett, Brian, is there any, any special shout outs you want to give here before we wrap up here, or just, or just any thanks for for your guys or coaches or staff? Uh. Me personally, I, I would just like to give a shout out to uh, Brendan Wing Kelly. He the coaches poll just came out today. The last coaches poll of the season, which is the rankings or whatever, and uh, Brendan Wing Kelly's ranked number one at one forty five for us, and uh, he's been just wrestling free all year long. And you know, I say free because a lot of guys stiffen up, and you know, some some matches they might. Uh, <clears throat> they they might, you know, go out there and uh, not perform as well as they probably should because they're in their own head. And he's just been killing it all season long. So that's that's my shout out for uh, for a wrestler. And then um, <clears throat> for 
Other shout-outs, I'd just like to say thank you to both uh, Vince Ames and Jeff Welsh. They were both former head coaches of Central Wrestling, and they they both came back this season to uh, help us out. And uh, Welsh has helped me so much with all the administrative work of being a head coach, and Ames has kicked me in the butt a couple times and kept me level-headed. So appreciate both of them for doing that. How about you, Brian? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout-out our uh gladiators uh coaches um we've been working really hard to grow the club again in uh in grand forks and uh we just got started a few weeks ago uh we've got what over 80 almost 90 kids signed up right now um pre-k through six right now wrestling and um i would say a couple years ago garrett and i wouldn't be real comfortable tonight you know heading to a radio show and uh, leaving the club to anybody else to run practices and, and all of that. And uh, what these guys are doing right now. um, Well, they're sitting over there having a party. You guys aren't there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But no, they, I mean, they're just doing an absolutely great job. Um, We finally got approved for uh, nonprofit status and uh, we're just looking to create more opportunities for the kids in this area you know, wrestling. So. Oh, no, it's great, been great having you guys in here. How about you out there, Supersonic Steve and uh, Mr. Trendbeth? Uh, uh, the one question I wanted to ask Trendbeth was uh, favorite baseball player of all time? Don Manningly. Ah, Yankee. There you go. I like this guy. <laughs> Can you have the dog named after him? My, 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 my wife and I's first dog, we, na- we named him after him. And I've had some time and interaction with him. Uh, he's been absolutely great. So, yeah, yeah uh, great person and the cat captain. I mean, yeah, he was oh, yeah. captain. Yeah, yeah. they didn't put the squad around him that they should have at that time. But, yeah, he had to Did great... he ever run a World Series? No, no he never did. No, nope. he did not. Um, no. Yeah, they soon will be, though. So, we, you know, they're going to build on that 27 already. He was a big About mentor time. for Jeter for the World Series he brought to the Yankees. Four of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, it's been 2009 was the last one. So we're getting a little out of, out of, out of distance from what we're used to in Yankee land. Uh, well, 2001 was a great year. <laughs> I remember that one pretty damn well too. Luis, so do I. Luis Gonzalez. You remember him? <laughs> you know why I know who he is? <laughs> why? Game-winning hit in Game 7. That's what I remember. Yeah, the blooper hurt around the world. Yeah. Uh, beat my Yankees Ariano, in seven Ariana. games. Yeah, yeah, that one. Boy, I can still see that one. That pisses me off. Was Randy with you then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah he was there. Randy Johnson was there, yeah. That's when he was killing birds. Oh, boy. <laughs> he started with that. No, he started in Montreal. Then we got him Yeah, when he yeah. traded Langston. Then Houston. And then Houston, yeah. Yeah, but in Arizona. He, he was with the Yankees for a, for a second. At the yeah. end, yeah, at the end. But I think in Arizona is when he started killing birds. Oh, he did. Gosh. He did in spring training. No That's, doubt about it. Was that at your place? That uh, was a spring training down in T- uh, Tucson. Okay. You guys remember that when he threw the baseball and yep, hit yeah. that bird? Yeah, yeah. So you two moment for Ravens. You 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 for I the base. You, are you for the baseball or the bird? 
Baseball. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Not oh gonna gosh. lie. Yeah. Like maybe one of the greatest baseball moments of all time. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> that is. Yeah. That is a YouTube moment for the ages. Um, well, there's uh, the, uh, the last sports thing I got is uh, the Devils Lake Firebirds held off the Four Winds Indians on Tuesday night, seventy to sixty nine. I had to get that shout out to our our, our Four Winds squad out there that we try to follow as much as we can. Uh, basketball power in North Dakota. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else. Supersonic, you got something out there? No, I'm uh, I'm all over San Fran. All right, and uh, Mr. Trendbeth, super to have you on. Uh, What's that? Super to have you on. We'll, we'll definitely yes, look forward to well. getting you doing this again. Oh, we're in. Maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll get Brady, Brady in here so he can yep. tell me some things about you or you about him. <laughs> we can tell stories about his dad. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Supersonic, you gotta you gotta message me your super Super Bowl prediction when you have a sec. <laughs> We're doing our annual Super Bowl prediction. Uh, uh, so I gotta get your picks from you. <laughs> well, like I said, I know he's taking the Niners. You just stepped away for a second, but uh, he, he's, he's all about San Fran. We'll put, we'll put it in an email form. All right, perfect. Thank Sounds you. good. Hey, thanks a lot for coming on. Yo, thank you. Great, great to be here. All the best, and congrats, uh, Coach, on everything. Best of luck. Uh, any any postseason uh, wrestling stuff here. Thanks, Supersonic. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, Ben. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks to everybody on here too. Yeah, best of luck for you guys and for right, the well, final tournaments for the season. You bet. Thank you. That's 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 like I say. We went around and uh, thank you guys for coming in, and thank you, the delightful Raven. <laughs> Always. Um, Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday night at 6.30 right here on Grand Fork's Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and now partnering on Millions. Find our past shows by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast or social media app. That's all for tonight. We'll see you next week.